0: You know, as an aside for things today, I was just searching, and I do this every now and then, I look for odd websites and things like that. I found one called Rent-A-Jew. Yes, you heard me right. Rent-A-Jew. Um, and it, obviously that got my attention. Um, the odd thing about it is it's a site that comes out of Germany. And it's an attempt to uh, to deal with the anti-Semitism that's occurring in, in Europe right now, which is really quite amazing. It seems that... Um, there's a very large Jewish population still in Germany, but it's nowhere near the population of Germany. And although this large population exists within that country, very few Germans have actually ever encountered Jews or talked to them. So this website is a serious website. These are, it's, a, it's an organization that's trying to go ahead and have Jewish people come in so that other people can understand their beliefs and see what's going on with them, and have a better or deeper understanding about what these people are about, and hopefully that would help with anti-Semitic sentiment in that area. Um, Sounds interesting. I don't know if it would work or not, uh, but uh, I I think it would be refreshing, at least, that most of the Europeans will at least realize that Jews really don't have horns, and it may also relieve a couple of other stereotypes that are out there. Um, So I just thought that was pretty odd and very, very interesting. You know, again, I want you to understand with all of the stuff with um, Trump that's going on, this is all media hype. There is no new news, and the media is the Democratic Party. Uh, Just as an example of what they can do, I I found this, this is is a 911 call uh, from Trayvon Martin, if you remember back then, and George Zimmerman.
1: And what NBC is calling a mistake, the Today Show recently ran an edited version of George Zimmerman's 911 call to exaggerate the racial undertones. But if this was really a mistake, just how easy of a mistake was it to make? Here's NBC's edited audio versus the unedited audio from the original call. This guy looks like he's up to no good. He looks black. Did you see what he was wearing? Yeah, dark hoodie. This guy looks like he's up to no good, or he's on drugs, or something. It's raining, and he's just walking around, looking about. Okay, and this guy—he walks like a Hispanic. He looks black. So you'll notice the 911 operator specifically asked George Zimmerman about Trayvon Martin's race. Zimmerman did not volunteer that information. Something NBC conveniently edited out. So we're here in PJTV's edit bay to demonstrate the steps necessary to show this wasn't just a mere slip of the finger or an accident. You have to be deliberate in your actions to make this kind of edit. So we've got George Zimmerman's audio lined up on what we call the timeline. This guy looks like he's up to no good. In order to recreate the NBC edit, we find the in and out points. He's on drugs or something. It's raining and he's just walking around looking about. Okay, and this guy, he out like our horseback? and delete the selection so to help cover the its tracks we're going to add an audio crossfade okay so now we're going to play the edited piece of audio with the crossfade in place and you can hear what nbc played this guy looks like he's up to no good or he looks black did you see what he was wearing yeah dark hoodie and that's how you make a 911 call look racist
0: and that's the media for you. They go ahead and they'll just twist stuff up. They don't really care. It's rather shameless at this particular point in time, but that's what everyone is about there. Um, uh, Obama gave a speech recently um, to the Air Force, and one of the things he had mentioned in that speech was that there has not been one single terrorist attack from a foreign country on the United States since 2008. Well, I, I guess if you're talking about the magnitude of the 9-11 that's true but uh, there are some things that have happened that I, it seems that President Obama has forgotten about well, 2009 Little Rock military recruit came in Muhajid Muhammad he shot and murdered a soldier an army private so that's one Fort Hood, remember that? Well, that I think was work-related violence because the president doesn't have enough balls to call it what it is. And you had Major Nigel Amalikathan who came into Fort Hood and murdered 14 people. Now, it's it's true that we don't really... These are not foreign entities coming in. These are not other countries or people coming in and... And, uh, and and doing uh, like they did with nine eleven, we really don't have much of a need for that anymore since Obama's, Obama's been so successful at importing those people into the United States and to allowing jihad to occur through the internet and other forces. So now basically because of his inability to go ahead and handle that problem, um, he almost to me gives it a tacit okay. Um, it's not an extensive threat to the United States. Our existence is not going to be threatened by terrorists. It will be in 40 years from now from global warming according to him, but Right now, well, the terrorists, uh, you know, the JVT. It's a JVT. JV Guy knows nothing. Hand up his butt. Leading from behind. What the hell does that mean? That means you're not leading. You don't lead from behind. You lead from the front. If you turn around and there's no one behind you, you're not leading, Mr. President. My God, I can't wait for this piece of crap to get out of the office. Benghazi, I consider to be an attack on America. Because it was, um, you know... It was our embassy, our ambassador that died. So I consider that an attack on Americans. It wasn't a foreign country again coming to the United States. And we all know now that it was really just simple video that did it. And the Democrats wonder why people didn't vote for them. Lie through the teeth. If you like your doctor, you keep your doctor. If you like your plan, you keep your plan. Lying to your face because you don't count... You're a method to get votes. Which is why everything that the Democrats... I mean, what are the open borders for? You think that because they love people? It's a voting drive. They try to make a permanent class of people come to the United States, stick them on the dole, so they will only have one way to go. Like the velvet boot. And if you don't really particularly feel like getting better or picking yourself up, then why bother? You don't realize that there's 34 states in the United States where welfare pays better than entry-level jobs. So if you're in those states, why would you bother working? You know, it's a real simple concept in my mind. If you go ahead and you put money behind something, something will happen. If you pay people not to work, guess what you get? People that don't work. It's an amazing principle how this all works. Um, according to Obama, I guess Boston with the uh, Tsarnaevs—what their names? Uh, uh, Tamirian and Tsokar uh, 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 Tsarnaev. When they shot and murdered people, they had the bombs go off. But to Obama, that's not a terrorist attack. We don't need to even consider that because it's just not a terrorist attack, according to him. In Moore, Oklahoma, there was a guy, uh, uh, Alton Nolan, who beheaded a woman. And he said that he was pretty much a radicalized Muslim. At least he had the nerve to say it. Queens, New York, October the 23rd, 2014. Ziel Thompson, another radicalized, self-radicalized Muslim, injured two police officers with a hatchet before being shot dead. So you see, Obama's been very... uh, The United States through Obama, has allowed this idea of radicalization to be acceptable. He's done that by not saying what the problem is and not chastising the Muslim community for stepping forward and taking care of business when they need to. I have a feeling they're just afraid too because you're dealing with people that are like scum of the earth, unfortunately. And I hate to call anyone that because everyone does have its purpose Uh, So do viruses and mosquitoes. And I guess vomiting has its purpose, too. It's to purge out the poisons. may not be pleasant, but that's what it is. Uh, In Garland, Texas, two gunmen shot up the the Colwell Center in Garland. Because they were doing Mohammed cartoons there. I don't know if you remember that. ISIS specifically claimed that they were were involved with that. So these are all the things that, according to Obama, they're not uh, really uh, terrorist attacks on the United States. He can pick one piece and mutate it a little bit to say it. Now, The the horrible thing, I think, is that I think he believes his own nonsense. I I really think he believes all this garbage. Um, Chattanooga, another one. Mohammed Youssef Abdulaziz shot and killed four four, uh, Marines and a soldier at a base. Also believed to be inspired by ISIS. You remember the JV team. San Bernardino. Pulse Nightclub. All of these things according to our good buddy Obama you know it's there's no longer you know, he tries to he's trying to establish his uh, legacy and I know his legacy will be talked about in the future I'm, I'm curious what it will be um, he certainly thinks he's the most brilliant thing in the world let me kiss myself, let me kiss myself some more let me kiss myself some more um and I have another set I can go through here, but I don't really want to, of various terror attacks. One, two, three, four, and we can keep on going. Three, four, five, more, more than that. But what a piece of work this guy is, i got to tell you. I'd like someone to t- let me know, and you can feel free to, to join the conversation. Give me a call, 561-948-4838. Again, that's 561-948-4838, or you can call us on our 800 number, and that's 866-0980. Again, it's 800, I think I gave you the wrong number. Anyway, it's 800-699-0980. I don't know why I said that old number. That must be my old number at WWNN. Anyway, it's 800-699-0980. Um, Obama sent a a representative of the United States government to uh, Fidel Castro's funeral. When Margaret Thatcher died, he sent nobody. Why do you think that's the case? Why do you think that's the case? Why would the President of the United States feel compelled to send a representative of our government to Castro's funeral? Castro, you remember the guy who worked with Nikita Khrushchev to try to blow up the United States? Why do you think he would send an official to Castro's funeral, but not to Margaret Thatcher's? Particular dislike for the English? Particular love for the Cubans? To me it's just very simple. Basically the guy would like to destroy the United States and uh, Cuba wanted to do that too. So they're buddies. Big, big buddies. And to me that's the reason. It's just that simple. You get a guy who could do all sorts of things but he basically seems unwilling uh, to get rid of or abandon this special relationship that the United States has had. Um with Britain in particular, and he tiptoes around Cuba. It's very, very odd to me why he would do that. Obviously, part of the legacy. That's part of the legacy. Um, the great advancements with Cuba, which were nothing, really. You know, what we did was open the door, and then they uh, spit on us, which is what you would figure, and, uh, and the whole world is watching. And that's pretty much how it goes uh, around this time. Um... It's un- unbelievable some of the things that go on. Um, I, I recently read uh, something about uh, about uh, uh, Chuck Grassley and uh, Bob uh, Goldlate um, from the Senate and House Judiciary Committees um, that they sent a letter on Tuesday to Homeland Security Secretary Jeb Johnson and the Secretary of State uh, John Kerry, and they were asking them to declassify certain documents from their behind-closed-doors deal with Australia. Australia was going to admit 2,400 refugees, but they were rejected by that country. Now, guess where they're coming. Guess where they're going to come. They're going to come to the United States. And for some reason, um, the background behind this is not being divulged. And uh, these people in the Senate and House uh, want to know what's going on with this. They just want to know what's going on with this. What? First of all, this whole thing was classified, was created and called classified. Now, another country's ability or inability to take in refugees, this kind of information is not something that would usually be classified information. It would just be out in the open. But for some reason, the Americans classified this information as to why is it that the, uh, uh, the Australians will not take these people in. The United States will take them in, and people in the Senate want to know what the hell is going on. What are the resettlement plans? And they requested a briefing to review the classified agreement. <clears throat> the chairman said in a press release uh, distributed to uh, media that it is unprecedented to classify an agreement to ushering refugees to the United States. And the chairman's review uh, of the agreement further confirms this, that um, it should never have been classified in the first place. And people in the United States really do deserve to know what's going on. The the last letter that they wrote, uh, the chairman expressed concern about the homelands of these refugees and also that a classified refugee resettlement agreement was unprecedented. So who knows what we're getting in here. And uh, basically their letter uh, in in terms of this agreement between the United States and Australia um, has not been answered. So they're not getting anything. 2,400 potential migrants are detained right now in Papua New Guinea, in Narao'u um, and Australia has refused to admit them. So they're nationals from countries like Somalia and Syria and Pakistan, Iran, Sudan, as well as others. But Australia will not allow them in. And because it's now classified, we don't know why. So this is your government again, working against you. Clandestine. Oh, I'm going to be the most transparent government. I'm going to be able going got- Baloney. The most concealed, I think, out of any presidency certainly that I've been in, that I've, I've witnessed in my lifetime, um, they should declassify this information so that people, we, the people, can read it. This way, we would know what's going on in our own country. But I think we do have a right to be fully aware of the actions that our government takes regarding foreign nationals, in particular. Who may be admitted into this country in particular? American taxpayers. They foot the bill for all of this, for all of this resettlement in the United States. And they bear the consequences regarding the security implications of all these people who are admitted to the United States. However, Grassley and Goldlade asked Kerry and Johnson to respond to the request by December the uh, 13th and we'll see what happens with it and they have to try to provide some type of justification for their decision to allow this stuff to occur so um, uh, again absolutely amazing what goes on here and what we let go on to us you know we're at fault too we let these people control us These people didn't get into power by accident. And they always say you get the leaders that you deserve. Um, you get the leaders that you deserve. It's kind of biblical. I think it says it there in the Bible as well or somewhere in Scripture. But uh, if we get the leaders that we deserve, right now we're in sad shape. It's a reflection on us. you got to realize that dichotomy in this country between different groups is amazing. It's larger than it's ever been. I was talking to someone the other day about um, just about the generation gaps. Now, I remember when I was uh, young, uh, I knew everything, of course, and my folks were the oldsters. Now, there's like multiple generations working within each other. You have your baby boomers, you have your Gen X, you have your millennials. And the millennials now are starting to divide themselves into two pieces, the early millennials, and the ones that are coming up now, the later millennials, and they actually see a difference between both of the, those groups. You have one group that basically has never been told that this they're bad, and never lost anything, always gotten an award for something, even if it was crap. They are entitled, they are frightened, they've been indoctrinated uh, and all sorts of nonsense through this poor education system we have that's more concerned with multiculturalism than reading or math. Or anything like that. Better to be nice. We're going to make a whole curriculum, and you can get a degree in being nice and multiculturalism. That's good. I guess you can get a job as a professor with that, and you can teach. It's weird to me that so many people that the, that the difference between the Democrats and Democrats don't take anything. That Trump says seriously, but they believe every word he says. And the Republicans take him seriously, but don't believe everything he says. Someone's opinion is not the same thing as what you do in office. I mean, uh, Antonin Scalia said that um, as far as flag burners go, he would like to step on their faces and hurt them said, so, however, that's not the law of this land. The so Supreme Court has made a judgment about that already, that it is expressing their right. It's a First Amendment right. So you can have your opinion and govern differently. It's called laws. And you know, Democrats, if they don't like them, they just break them. Trump has to come in and pretty much tell the Border Patrol execute the laws of the united states there's nothing really other anything else that needs to be done other than that and you'd see headway being made big big headway being made and all sorts of things so um that's pretty much where we are i can't wait for this guy to leave i I really can't I, i can't wait for him to leave um we talked a little bit about Boeing again and uh, 9000. I'm just going through again my stack of stuff here. Okay. Trump on Taiwan. He dared to take a phone call. <gasps> he took a phone call. I forget the fact that the Chinese are building up their their army phenomenally. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, They have new jets now that are uh, coming out, probably based on American hack technology. Um, They make them cheap over there. And these uh, weapons, these planes, actually can shoot down satellites. That's what they're going for next. So your whole communication system could be ruined. They're moving forward with that. They are claiming parts of, uh, of 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 the international waters, I believe it's international waters, to go ahead and make these new cities for themselves. And these are basically military bases. All the things are going, all these things are going on and um, Trump is going to try to do something about it, but he's smart. I don't think he's going to go ahead. he's not going to provoke them. there's not going to be any war. There's not going to be a third world war or anything like that. That would be Hillary Clinton, a hawk. And uh, of course John McCain, the other hawk, a neocon uh, who should uh, really be gone. I'm getting sick of him. I'm getting sick of those all of those guys and I, I can't stand them worse than the Democrats because the Democrats, I know what they're about. The Republicans, these neocons, should become Democrats already. Just get the hell out. They're they're just as bad. They are pandering politicos that want to make a lot of money and stuff all the money in their pockets. That's what they're about. Again, if you'd like to give us a call, feel free to do so. 561-948-4838. And we have a toll-free number for you also. 800-699-0980. By the way, if you give us a call, you need to be seeing my face. I need to be on air. I will not see or hear the prompts for the phones um, if I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> which is what I do quite often when I take these breaks, uh, which actually one is going to be coming up uh, actually around now. So uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to take another quick break. Again, it'll be about four or five minutes, and then we're going to come back and we'll uh, we'll go ahead and finish out the show. So I'll speak to you in a couple of